Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there, dear friends. Welcome to this episode of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett, and we are embarking upon episode number 55. Well, hello to you. I'm so glad that you are joining me today, and I'm very excited for what it is that God has given me to share with you wherever you're listening, in the morning, in the evening, or in the noonday. I just thank God that um, you took time out of your schedule to join me. And I hope you have your Bible today because we are going to be looking in the book of Matthew chapter 25. In fact, I'm going to be sharing with you today a parable. All right. And so um, for those of you that don't know, let me just give you a short definition, easy to remember definition of what a parable is it's just a heavenly story with an earthly meaning and jesus oftentimes taught in parables when he would uh speak to the crowd speak to his disciples he talked in parables okay and so this is just a heavenly story with an earthly meaning so before we begin let's have a quick word of prayer father we just thank you for our time together i thank you lord for your word that is truth that is powerful that stands the test of time. And I thank you, Father God, as we go through this together, Lord, I thank you that your precious Holy Spirit will speak to every heart, speak to every listener, Father God. And I thank you that you help us and that you help us, help us as we hear your word, that we will not only be hearers, but that we will be doers of your word as well. You be glorified in advance. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, As I said, Jesus talked in parables, and we're going to look at a parable in the book of Matthew, chapter 25. And this is the parable of the talent or the parable of the faithful. And so, in fact, um, chapter 25, I mean, 25, verses 14 through, I believe it's 14 through 30, and I'm going to read it in its entirety. And then we're going to go back and I'm going to unpack this for you, all right? So, uh, Matthew twenty five fourteen, and it reads, it's words in red. So Jesus is telling this and he's talking and telling this. All right. So for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one, he gave five talents to another two and to another one to each according to his own ability and immediately he went on a journey then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents so he doubled his and likewise he who had received two gained two more also so he doubled his but he who had received one 
went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Verse, I mean, uh, yeah, verse 19. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. The Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 24. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But the Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he who will have abundant. And, hold on. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. There we go. But for him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. All right, now let me just, let me unpack this for you really quickly, okay? So what has taken place is that this is a parable. And like I said, Jesus taught in parables. And in this particular parable, he's talking about himself. Jesus teaches us, number one, he teaches us what he's doing. Number two, he's letting us know what he's done for us. And number three, what he expects us to do with what he's given us. God has expectations of us. God expects us to do something with what he's entrusted to us. All right, now the master is Jesus and the servants are you and I. So he gave according to their ability. He knew what they could handle. Let me give you an example for those of you that have children. I know for my sister, she has uh, four children and her two youngest children, uh, the young, the, her son, he's uh, 14 and then she has a daughter that's 11. And so if I'm giving them something to do, I have different expectations of the 14-year-old than I do of the 11-year-old. So if I'm giving them something to do, I give them or let them do according to their ability or according to what they can handle. I'm not going to ask the 11-year-old who's a girl. I'm not going to ask her to carry in a heavy box because 
she's first of all she can't she just can't do it okay but i will ask the 14 year old that's a young man i will ask him to carry in the boxes i know he has the strength and the ability to do so so the same is true that jesus gave to us according to our ability and according to what we can handle all right now let me just share this with you so that you understand what a talent is a talent is not is the talent is a measurement of money not talking about a natural talent or ability okay so a talent is six thousand denarii and one denarii is one day's wages so one talent is six thousand days of salary or 16 years of income stay with me so the one that he gave five talents to is equivalent to 80 years of income and he doubled that so he doubled it to 160 years of income to the one he gave two talents that is equivalent to 32 years of income so he doubled that so it was 64 years and to the one that he gave one it was 16 years and he did nothing now they're all given a different amount but they're all given the same opportunity in the same amount of time according to their they're given according to their ability okay so can you just imagine for just one moment and it doesn't matter where on the scale you fall if you make buku bucks or if you're down low on the totem pole if you get If you just get um, uh, one talent, if you get 16 years of your income, either way it goes, that's a lot of money for, for anyone to get all your 16 years of income on a lump sum at one time. Okay, so this is what, what was happening, uh, taking place. So what we have to understand is, first of all, we don't own nothing. That house you live in, I know you think you own it, but you don't own that house. God owns everything the bible says in psalms 24 1 that the earth belongs to god everything in all the world is his everything is his now he allows us to be we're stewards over what he's allowed us to have or what we give we get or what we receive we're stewards over that okay and so it kind of puts things in a different perspective when it's not mine or this is mine but when this is this belongs to the lord and so i can't just handle this any old kind of way but i have to take care of what's been entrusted to me now when you think about doubling your money it's that's that's hard work it's very hard work to double your money it takes time it takes strategy it takes planning and it takes wisdom there are no get rich quick schemes and in order to double your money you must work hard you must work very hard in order to double your money. So I know sometimes, you know, that people come to you with these things that, you know, you could do this. There is no get rich quick schemes. Anyone that has a large sum of money, unless you've been uh, inherited some money, but somebody had to work hard to get that money. All right. So it takes hard work. So all my hardworking people know what I'm talking about out there. Okay. So each one, they were given a different amount, but they were given the same time. And the same opportunity 
Okay, so it says in here that there was a point in a time where there was a day of reckoning that came and reckoning is like it's just a bookkeeping term that means to compare the accounts. It means to make a thorough investigation. So when when the um, when the master came back to make a thorough investigation, he wanted to know what did you do with what was given to you? What did they do with what was given to them? So one day we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ as believers to give an account for what we did with what God entrusted to us. And that day, it will be very soon. Romans 14, 10 to 12 says this. You have no right to criticize your brother or look down on him. Remember, each of us will stand personally before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord. Every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Yes, each of us will give an account to God himself. So one day, we all will have to stand before God. Not with our mother beside us, not with our father, not with our husband, but just you and the creator of this, of the heavens and the earth. You will have to stand before him and give an account for what it is and what you did with what he entrusted to you. Were you a good steward over your money? Were you a good steward over your home? Were you a good steward over your family? Were you a good steward over your children? Everything that you do, people think they get away with stuff. Nobody gets away with nothing. We all will have to stand before God and give an account for what we do and for what we say, what we say and what we've said. So it kind of makes you put things, when you think like that, it kind of makes you think before you speak and it makes you think about you know, how you handle and take care of things. Second Corinthians 5 and 10 says, For we must all stand before Christ to be judged and have our lives laid bare before him. Each of us will receive whatever he deserves for the good or the bad things he has done in his earthly body. So we will receive rewards or we will receive not no rewards. It just depends on what we've done with what God has entrusted with us. So the first um, servant had 80 years of income or five talents. Now, when they doubled it, that means that they now had 10 talents or 160 years of income. That would make anyone that has given someone that amount of money that has doubled it, that would make anyone very, very proud and very, very happy. Servant number two, the same thing, doubled theirs. They had 32 years of income or two talents. He doubled it. So now he has four or 64 years of income. Now, servant number three had only 16 years of income or one talent. And he did nothing at all. He did nothing at all. He started to make excuses. Okay, we, re we read in... um. Where he says in verse 24, then he said, uh, he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. There are no excuses with God. There's no excuses. So the last few weeks I've, I've been really preparing you and prepping you for the new year for 2022 we're getting ready to embark upon a new year okay each day we embark upon a new day 
a new opportunity. God's mercies are new. And Lamentations 12 tells us each and every day they're new. When we wake up, we, we, a new mercy kicks in. But there are no excuses in God. And so the, 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 the first week when I started these series of messages that are really just coming from my heart, all right? They're just coming from my heart. And whatever the Holy Spirit gives me is what I'm giving to you. And he wanted me to let you know that you're not forgotten, that God sees you. He sees everything that's going on in your life, and he knows the promises that he's said to you. They will come to pass. So what are you talking about promises? Well, the promises all in God's word. What has God said to you? If you don't have anything that you have that God has said to you, you need to get in his presence and see what he is saying for you, to you, about your children, about your family. Get a word and stand on that word. Well, how do I stand on that word? The word that he's given you, you confess it and you say it no matter what it looks like, no matter how things try to change. You got to confess and say that word because that is the truth. Then I encourage you to be thankful. Be thankful in the small things. Be thankful in what it is that God has given to you, what it is that God has blessed you with. No, you might not have everything that you want, but most of us listening can say we have everything that we need, that God has been our source. And as we embark upon this Thanksgiving season here in the Western world, we don't just keep that for just that day, but that we have an attitude of thanksgiving and having an attitude of gratitude pleases the Lord. Then I encouraged you to write the vision. What is it that God is saying for 2022 for you? In order to get what he's saying, you got to get along with him. Get in his presence so that you can hear his voice. You got to rid all the distractions. You got to sometimes turn off the TV. You got to uh, shut off the, the internet. Quit looking on Facebook and see what it is that God is telling you to do for 2022. Then last week. I believe I, I believe it was last week. The last message that I that I uh, gave to you is that whatever He tells you to do, do it. God has been telling those of you that are listening because you're listening to this. It means God is speaking to you. He has given you some specific instructions for some things that you need to do that some of you have not done them yet. Listen and do what God tells you to do there are no excuses with God no excuses I remember when I was a lot younger that uh, my spiritual mother Terry McFadden Solomon I remember it was after church service and she called me into the sanctuary she was she and I in there and we sat there uh, together and she began to share with me how God was going to use me in ministry and as soon as she said that right out of my mouth came every kind of excuse that I could think of. I'm too shy. I, I, I can't do that. I don't like getting up in front of people. I, I don't know what to say. I, you know. And she just looked at me with like a half grin on her face. And she said, oh, the Lord will take care of all that. And he did. He did. What I didn't realize was that there was a God standing up on the inside of me that was bigger than my fear bigger than my anxiety, bigger than my knees knocking, but there rose up in me a can-do attitude that when the Holy Ghost comes up on you, he will give you the strength, the courage. He'll give you everything that you need. And when you yield yourself to him, he will work through your limitations. He will work 
through your inabilities. He will cause our limitations or your limitations to be dispelled. And you won't see that person, but you will see him. So here I am today sitting here doing a podcast. If you would have told me that 10 years ago, I would have probably laughed in your face then and said, I don't know how to do that. I wouldn't want to do that. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. But there are no excuses with God. He told me to do it. And so in obedience to him, I've done it. And one thing that I know is that when you're obedient to God, it releases the blessing, one. And two, when you're faithful in what he's told you to do, promotion will come. Because he knows that he can trust you with more. Well, you've done this and you've done it well and you've been faithful over this. Now I'm getting ready to add something else to you to do. And then when he sees that you're faithful over that and that you're taking care of that, and you're t- then he's going to promote you to something else. Let this message set you free today. That whatever God has told you to do, stop making excuses and do it. He may have told you to write a book. Stop making excuses and do it. He may have told you to, I don't know, to, 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 to start a business. Stop making excuses and do it. When you step out in faith, a lot of times when you're stepping out, you're stepping out into the unknown. You don't know, but it's like when you step out and as you begin to make these moves, God begins to connect the people that you need, the resources that you need, the finances, everything that you need starts to come together, but he needs you to move. So servants one and two. They proved that they were faithful. They proved they were faithful in a few qualities. And then the greater things come. The greater things. So the few things could be kind of compared to um, what you've done that may be minimal or you may seem as, as, as not much. All right. But let's look at what servant number three. He says that he was a, uh, he refers to the master as a hard man. So he was saying like, you know, he had strict requirements. Then he says, you reap where you did not sow. So God is expecting multiplication, no excuses. So he's expecting you to do something regardless of your environment, regardless of your family history, regardless of the economy. Regardless of your money, he's expecting you to do something. You got to allow your setbacks to be your stepping stones. He says, you gather where you have not scattered. Well, verse 26, the servant, the master refers to him as a lazy, good for nothing servant. And then verse 28, he said, therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents There's a moment that comes when you will lose your opportunity. When you will lose the opportunity. And it's it's a terrible thing. Verse 29. For to everyone who has more will be given. And he who has abundance. But for him who does not have. Even what he has will be taken away. So he saw others profiting, profiting from his lost opportunity. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing when you know that there's something that God has told you to do and you wait around and don't do it. And then God raises up somebody else to do it. And then you're watching them do the very thing that God told you to do. And you seeing them reap the benefit of what God told you to do. But see, God is looking for obedience. The Bible says that he's searching the earth to find someone who he can prove himself strong to. Well, I made up in my mind when I was a little bitty girl, Father God, send me, Lord, use me, whatever you have, use me. Use me, Lord. So don't miss your opportunity. 
don't miss your opportunity because God will raise somebody else up to do the very thing. He's going to get what he needs to get done accomplished with or without you. With or without you. Now, it says here, um, and he cast him, verse 30 says, and he cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, well, the first time I heard that, I thought it was referring to uh, hell because it says, you know, that hell has weeping and gnashing of teeth. So I thought, oh my goodness, when I begin to study this out, what it means is misery. So it's a phrase in the ancient world that if a man was guilty or susceptible of guilt of a crime, but they could not prove it, they would tie him with ropes and set him outside the city wall where the garbage was. That's where the garbage was placed, was outside the city wall. So at night, the lions came, all right? They didn't have no raccoons like we got, but these lions came and they went through the garbage. And if they found the person, they would just maul them. They would, you know, just eat them. They're tied with ropes, they can't get away. But if they're not, not found by the lions, they would find that the person had, the person had, was so afraid, so terrified that they had would grind their teeth away from the agony of being mauled by the lions. So that's what this is referring to. It's referring to misery. Misery. So lost lost opportunities are mentally unbearable. When you've missed a lost opportunity, it's mentally unbearable. So today, what I want you to do, and if I would title this message. It will be titled, Be Found Faithful. Be Found Faithful. God has entrusted each and every one of us something. We don't all have the same measure, but we've been given according to our ability. Analyze your own life today. Some of you have been entrusted with a business, a ministry, a family, a wife, a husband, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Some of you have been in jobs and positions where you need to be representing Christ on that job and being a vessel for him to use. Are you being that type of vessel for him to use? Are you letting your light shine or are you just fitting in like everyone else? Are you just going, uh, going around with the crowd, going along with the crowd? Some of you have homes that God has blessed you with beautiful homes. Are you being a good steward over that home or is it a junk pile? Can't even have nobody over because it's such a mess. Well, here's a here's a word for you. Clean it up. Clean it up. And once you start to clean it up, clean your house up, you'll, other things will start to be cleaned up in your life. So you have to analyze your own life. What are you doing with the finances that God has entrusted with you? Do you ever give to others with no strings attached? Or do you do you give selfishly with something in expecting something in return? What are you doing? What about that ability that God has given? You may have ability to sing. Are you using your voice to sing or are you just hiding it away? You know, I wasn't blessed with the ability to sing. I really wish I was sometimes, but I, I, I just wasn't. All right. But God has blessed me with a voice. And he's blessed me with the ability to communicate and to talk to others. And I remember when I was in Bible college, I remember I sat down and I thought, you know, really, what could God use me to do? I mean, you know, I didn't have the obvious. I wasn't a, a singer. OK. But I have a voice that God can use to herald the truth to the people. 
And so I encourage you today. I want to challenge you today. I don't want to make you feel good, but I want to challenge you today. All right. This is the purpose of this message. Is to, yes, encourage you, but also to challenge you in your walk with the Lord. That if he came today, right now, at this moment. And if he asked, what have you done with what I've given you? Would you be able to say, Lord, I've doubled what you've given me? Or would you have to say, I haven't done anything? While we still have time. If you haven't done what you need to do, you need to repent and ask God to forgive you. And he will. And then from this day forth, you make your decision that you're going to be more mindful of the fact that God has entrusted you to be a steward over what he's given you. And to be more mindful of the fact that we all have to stand before God and give an account for everything that we've done. And I want you to understand that as I'm as I'm sharing this with you, I had to preach, I had to, I had to chew it up first myself. So there are some things that I need to get done that 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 have been on my list. And I've made sometimes like, oh, I don't know if I, I've got to just do it. And I'm going to get those things done before the end of this year. In fact, I'll share with you. Um, I was just kind of thinking about the message, uh, write the vision. And while I'm getting things together for 2022 of um, things that I want to get accomplished and goals and things that I uh, want to see done in 2022, I said, you know what? I said, there's some things that I need to get done before the end of the year, like within the next couple of weeks. And so I just began to write all of those things down because I had them up here in my mind. And I find it that when I write it down, I get it out of my, get it out of my mind. And then that way I can put other stuff that I need to put in. It kind of clears my mind. And so I just started writing those things down, small things, small tasks, you know, just even I'll even share with you something like, um, even something like, uh, it could be something even like like uh, getting the lawnmower service before the next year. You know, something as simple as that. Just the, anything that I needed to do and get done or that I wanted to get done before the end of this year is out. And so I began to write those things down and I got a, about two pages of things. And I've already started um, completing those things, you know, g- getting those things done. So I want to just encourage you that, you know, you may say, well, hey, I need to do the same thing. I need to start, you know, with Thanksgiving coming up, many of you are going to be preparing meals. I even wrote down like the things that I need to get to finish getting so that I don't forget anything. And then when I get those things done, I just mark them off, but I'm going to try to get everything that I wrote down completed before the end of the year, uh, which is in a few weeks. All righty. So I want to just encourage you. I want to admonish you. And I want you to know that God is expecting something from you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, uh, your socioeconomic status. It's all across the board, where you live, what nation you're from. God it has expectations of you. He has expectations from each and every one of us. And so I want to encourage you to get busy with whatever it is that God is telling you to do. And whatever he's put on your heart to do. Don't don't miss lost opportunities because it will be mentally unbearable and you don't want that in your life. So just know that I love you. I'm praying for you and I'm praying that you finish your race and that you complete everything that God has in mind for you to finish and that you will meet his expectations of you. All right. Let us just have a quick word of prayer. And I want you to know that next week there will not be a podcast 
coming because it will be Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to be uh, taking the week off starting Monday from ministry um, endeavors. And so I'm going to be spending time uh, with my family, uh, just enjoying them and um, just spending time with them. But I, we will be back the first week of December, I believe it is, with um, a very special podcast to start the week off, uh, start the month off, actually. And um, then we'll close this thing out. And I also want to let you know that the weeks of, well, the first week of December, December the 1st through the 7th, if you follow me on social media, on Facebook, I will be doing a Facebook Live prayer. Well, I'll be coming on for seven nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, lifting up prayer. We'll have different topics on each night of things we're praying for. So if you have a prayer request, be sure to uh, send that in at paulacornet32 at gmail.com. I can receive your prayer requests, and I'll be praying for you. So many Prayer requests come in and so many praise reports. I mean, weekly, weekly, weekly. I'm going to start sharing the praise reports with you all so that you can hear God is always doing something, always moving, manifesting healing. I mean, there's healings taking place. Uh, just so many, so many, so so much so sometimes I can't keep up with them. I mean, it's like weekly, weekly there's, you know, prayer requests of uh people just just being healed in fact the holy spirit is prompting me just to share this one really fast with you there was a, a lady that we've been praying for she went into the hospital had had uh covid19 the doctors put on had to put on a ventilator uh told her family they didn't think she was gonna make it she was in pretty pretty bad shape so she was um on a ventilator for oh i knew it was for quite a while quite a while she had to have a trach put in, and uh, we just prayed for her. We kept praying for her, praying for her, praying for her. Well, that lady is recovered. She is home. She had to go to physical therapy. She came through it. God touched her. God moved, and we thank God for that. And what he's done for one, he will do with for someone else. God's will is to heal. His will is to heal. His will is to heal. And so if you believe and receive, you will receive your healing. So many reports people healed of cancer um just just i mean just so many miraculous things it's just it's just awesome so if you have a prayer request if you have a prayer request you better get that prayer request in because we will believe god with you for your miracle for your breakthrough and god will do what he said he was going to do father god i thank you today i thank you lord for your word i thank you father god that it's your word that helps us, that teaches us, to help us to be better. And so, Lord, I pray for those that are listening today. Father God, in the areas of our life that we've fallen short, Father God, help us, Father, that we will live up to your expectations of us, Lord. And I thank you that you are touching hearts even now, that you're prompting those, Lord God, that know that there's things that you've been tugging on their heart to do and that they want to be found faithful when they stand before you and so lord i thank you that your holy spirit is moving even now that you're touching hearts as only you can father god have your way in each and every heart in each and every life i pray for my brothers and sisters all across this globe father god those that are facing some difficult challenging times and seasons father god i pray that you give them strength to stand even in the midst of the hardships lord i thank you father god as we embark on thanksgiving i i'm so thankful father god just for all the many blessings that you have bestowed and continue to bestow 
I thank you, Lord God, that you are so great. You're so mighty. You're so awesome. I thank you, God, that there is just none like you, Lord, that you are so, so good. And I thank you that as we spend time with our families, Lord, I pray for healing and restoration in families. I thank you that it will be a blessed time, Father God. I thank you that you help each and every one of us, Lord, that we will enjoy our families, not take it for granted, but that we will enjoy the moments that you've given us with our loved ones. Father God, I thank you and I praise you. To you be glory, honor, and praise, dominion, and power. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Remember the words in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing. Say it with me. And hearing by the word of God. God bless you and I'll see you. Well, I'll talk to you in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.